hello? Hello? It's Fossil. <laughs> Are you Spawn? Not the baby voice. No, that was Elmer Fudd. Oh, I did not get that. Waskily wabbit. <laughs> but hi, I am Spawn, actually. Elmer Fudd. And I'm really Fossil. Not <laughs> Elmer. Not, I know everyone tell. was really confused there for a second. I have but been watching is. too much Looney Tunes. I have pulled out my Looney Tunes DVDs because I've been kind of frumping lately. Mm-hmm. You know, where you're just, you, you kind of, you're just not in a horrible mood, but you're just kind of bummed out and, and tired. And so I like to do things that lift me up and make me feel childlike, immature, if you will, but childlike. And Looney Tunes does it for me. There's nothing like dun 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 Okay. 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 Speak it. Yeah. I'm telling you. I love it. Gotta throw that down. Okay. You can't. That was my memory. That was my childhood. That was Saturday mornings. Yeah. And then a lot of times you would come home and be able to watch that and just those silly, silly cartoons. They were fun they were harmless they were silly yeah i liked when we would take um road trips to grandma's and we would play them in the car and right play them in the car and because like obviously that wasn't really during my um lifetime <laughs> but the fact that you would share them with us and it was pretty pretty good we used to watch mr bean mr bean uh a lot in the car do you remember how you used to get stop, freaked out stop. about Mr. Bean? I'm talking smack about Spawn. Guys, they're... she had a thing with the the beginning. There was two things. One was that Frenchy French thing that they usually tell you of um, in the beginning. Frenchy French. It's you the, mean warning, the, FBI the warning, the Interpol thing that it's you know you do something with the DVD and it's like across the board, whatever. Yeah, like and the copyright you, you claims. Hated that. There was something about the fact... Okay. We're going to get into it. <laughs> yeah, we are. I see that, yeah, I see we that we're currently unpacking <laughs> So, I... There's a few things that just really creep me out. The thing about it was that it just felt really out of place. In the way where I'm a child watching a children's DVD, right? Usually. And it's like all of a sudden this really serious message about like copyright and fines and the FBI and also you're going from like there being music like dun 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 whatever and then all of a sudden it's like the warning and it's just silent they don't have anything playing over the warning and I think it was just jarring to me how serious it you was. thought they were coming for you no I didn't you thought they were coming no, for you no I didn't I just then why was, was it creepy eerie about I don't I don't know what it, it was is. just it was a stern maybe warning. I was a con artist in a past life and it just like freaks May me out have. but another thing just like static television like with no you know just like, like I snow. cannot yeah, well, they it's use that a lot. It's creepy to me. Like, I don't like it. It just feels out of place because it's not what you're expecting to see, I guess. And not that there's inherently anything creepy about I it. I grew up with that. It just irritates the shit out of me to see snow. It doesn't creep me out. It pisses me off because I know it's yet another thing that's not working properly. And the other thing that you were referring to. So it's not yeah. Mr. Bean in general. 
Looking back, this is so fucking stupid. It's hilarious. It's so stupid. I'm sorry, back. I'm laughing. Because at you. now I watch it and I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> like, I was terrified. So, okay. There's a scene. There's a scene in the movie, let's specify, not in the show. The show, whatever. In the movie where he is at a museum and oh, I forget the name of the painting. Whistler's Mother? Yeah. That painting, and he messes it up. Again, it's been years since I've seen this movie. But he messes it up, and he accidentally, like, removes the face (laughs) from the painting. And so, trying to save his own ass, he draws, like, a smiley face on it. (laughs) Okay, so you're gonna laugh. You're such an asshole. He draws a smiley face on it. Very badly. Very, like, cartoonish. Like, clearly very badly. And then he veils it again, and then during, like, the unveiling of it, when they rip that drape off of it, I would cry. Every single time. <laughs> Just because there was something about the the cartoon face on the woman's body. Again, it's another thing where it's, like, it's not what it's supposed to be. It's that uncanny thing where... It's supposed to be a realistic painting of a woman, and now you have this really badly drawn cartoon face. Same thing with the FBI warning. It's supposed to be a children fun light, and all of a sudden it's dark and very warning. I have two questions for you that should match this said disturbance of of your viewpoint. Okay. Does it bother you to watch humans morph into creatures in movies and shows? It doesn't bother me. I just think it's stupid. Why? Like, I don't enjoy that theme. Does the DJ with the marshmallow head bother you? (laughs) (laughs) Not marshmallow. Marshmallow head. The marshmallow head guy. Does that bother you? It doesn't bother you. So why did that? I don't know. I, Mom, you can ask eight-year-old me. I don't know. I did ask eight-year-old you and you kept saying the same thing then. I don't know. I don't. I cannot you explain it to you. You had there, fear in your eyes. There are just certain things that I see that I cannot explain why they bother me. Because we've had this conversation before where it's like stupid things where I'm like that makes me severely uncomfortable. And there are trigger reasons that I'm trying to search for the pattern, yeah. right? So here I'm asking these questions because there's a pattern. So what was it that at some point in the you know what? I'm going to say it, guys. You can call me a lunatic all you want. I don't care. But this could be a past life situation. Well, I'm scared what of things. What is the deal? But that's the thing. Sometimes I'm scared of things that, like, I genuinely cannot put. And, and again, maybe I chose to forget something that happened or whatever. Um, like, you know, obviously not anything super bad. But you know what I'm saying. Something that yeah. clearly bothered me when I was young. Um, I don't know. I could not tell you, so it's quite possible it's from a past life, if you want to believe in that. Because there's just some things that make absolutely no sense why mm-hmm. they bother me. Because the thing is, is like with horror movies, I have this weird fascination with horror movies. Um, I enjoy them for the most part. I hate, loathe entirely found footage films. I cannot handle them. We know this. It's I cannot do it. Define found footage films for me. A found footage film is where they record it and they basically say like this is real footage you know it's oh. not real footage you know okay but and then they it's show emulated it as, as as like a camcorder sort of thing simulated it, not emulated yeah it's simulated, simulated. like it, it's like, like 
what are words? Not this, not, uh, what's the, not Blair Witch Project. Obviously that one's like stupid, but similar kind of, actually, I've never seen that one. So maybe that's that not That one just one. gave me a migraine. But in the bouncy, way. Bouncy, 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 Where bouncy, bouncy. it's not filmed, profe- it doesn't look professional. It looks like it could happen on someone's like phone or camcorder or whatever. Which makes it look real. And I cannot handle them. We know where that stems from. Yeah, obviously. and we're not going to go into that again. But, but yeah, we I, we've talked about that. Talk I about don't that. think we should get into that. No, we're not. Story. We're not going to get into that. But you know, obviously that I know where that stems from. But also, I it does not stop me from liking horror films. I just have to be very careful with when and who I'm watching them with, and where I am too. Because I, I've also noticed if I watch them at my own house. The problem is now I'm in the area where I was um, shown it. And so I think that's like an anchoring thing for me. Whereas if I watch it at like a friend's house and then I come home, I can separate it a little bit more, if that makes sense, because I'm no longer in that area. Remember, I cannot say it enough. And I will say it till I die. Where you put your mind is where it will go. If you watch a lot of fear, if you watch a lot of crazy stuff, you will live your life in fear and crazy. Mm -hmm. And someone just posted something that made me laugh because they literally said, tries to be more positive, watches uh, murder mystery after murder mystery or murder shit. Right. Well, and the thing is, is that... The feelings that you're getting from that are the feeling of being unsafe or not being able to protect yourself in those situations, trying to figure out if you're smarter than the murderer or whatever. Yeah. Um, that's not a healthy place to take your mind constantly. No, I mean, I'm aware my selection of entertainment is relevant. But it's meant to get your blood flowing. It's meant not to get your, your fight or flight response going. It's meant to get your heart rate going. But, so the other thing is, I don't know if you remember this. This is kind of a funny story looking back. It was dad, you, me, and I believe grandma was here. And you guys set me up. I was young. Like, when I say young, probably like four. You set me up in a chair with, um, you know those foldable, like, white things that we had? Like the desks, the foldable, the breakable, like, desks. Kind like of TV yeah, yeah, tray. Yeah, the TV tray sort of yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. So you set me up with one of those. I was I was sitting in a in a standalone chair. I don't mm-hmm. know why, but like a little kid's chair. And you had me with the table mm-hmm. and you gave me a thing of blueberries mm-hmm. that I was eating. And I was I think I was eating them with like whipped cream mm-hmm. or by themselves, I'm yep. not sure. Sounds like something we would do. <laughs> and I don't know what I don't remember what dad and grandma were watching. A commercial came on of a horror movie and this face popped up. Uh, oh my god, I'm getting like upset. And screamed. And I jumped so hard, I spilled the entire container Aww. of blueberries and they went everywhere. And so dad and grandma were like, oh what the fuck? Oh so oh, okay. man. But you see how that you see how that stayed with you? That idea of being scared is that somehow you did something wrong. It was just blueberries. Who gives a shit? Right? First of all, grandma and daddy had their own issues. (laughs) You know, you don't get mad over dumping blueberries. You pick them up and you move on. You rinse them off and you eat them again. You know, I mean, come on. 
It's not the end of the world. It's hilarious looking back though, because I, I hit it with my knees. Yeah. I think, like I literally right. jolted. Well, the, you know what? They should have. And the stupid thing is, they were not mature enough to understand. You were too young to see that commercial. They should have been angry with themselves for allowing you to see that. I remember how many times I walked into the room and Daddy, God love him. I mean, we we love him dearly, but. He was watching like Sopranos and you're sitting on his lap watching the Sopranos. I'm like, Douglas! Yeah. What are you doing? No, there He's like, oh, oh, sorry. And he would say to me, oh, oh, sorry. Well, he just, he wouldn't realize, but he like, you did know. not think about it. But yeah, there was a few times I had stuff like, we can get into them if you want to. But I, I remember that so vividly because I think that was one of those moments where from then on, I was like scared of jumpers of jumpers but also just like accidentally seeing something i wasn't supposed to see right sort of thing i don't remember they might have been watching like well, family guy like it was something like they stupid. over overreacted to something which was a double negative for you yeah so you felt like you I felt did unsafe. something wrong yes because you know i think i think also because you might have been in the room I don't remember. Because if I was in the room, they wouldn't have gotten away with yelling at you. No, because they were like, oh, come on. And I think you laughed, if I remember correctly. I think you were like, oh, sweetie. Like, you laughed. Like, that would have been my reaction. That, you were like, it's okay. Like, I think that's yeah. what happened. Okay. And then I, I think, don't remember this. But, but, I, but I was like still like, you know, you were scared. You rattled. So you, I think you might have walked away to like take care of the blueberries. Like, right. rinse them off. And that then dad and grandma right. were like, ah. That sounds right. Ah. I think that's what happens. That's the problem. Chill oh, it out. Doesn't, they're not here. so. It's but still, <laughs> chill out. I mean, it, if your kid drops something, you can't spill something. I spilled. That should be yeah. your reaction. Uh-oh. Let's clean it up. Yeah. Not screaming. I didn't mean to, obviously. Yeah. Oh, my God. It was, it's so funny looking back, though. It's not funny, actually. Hearing that now as an adult, it disturbs me that two seemingly adults handled the situation so poorly. Yeah. Or the time I was I was sitting on Dad's lap and he was watching that man get blown up in like a microwave. Oh, good lord! That no, I think that was the fly, where they put the man into the the like the radioactive the radio. Yeah, I yeah, think that was the fly thing. and something. I think that's what that and was. And after I was like, um, yeah, and that see again, Daddy did not pay attention when you guys were in the. Room. I also last thing because I know no one cares, but. I have this thing where I hate red walls. You know this. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And like even I had a friend who had a kitchen that had red walls. And I was like, nah, fuck that. Like, Aww. I'm not doing it. I think that can be amazing. <laughs> no, it, it can, can be, be beautiful. And it's something I, I just had to get over. Like, I don't think it bothers me anymore. But at the time it did. Because um, I don't know if dad was watching Dexter or if it was a commercial that came on. Again, like oh, these commercials. Daddy, daddy, daddy. Whoever is doing these commercials needs to be a little bit more mindful. Because, I mean, this was on, like, basic cable. Like, we weren't watching, like... HBO. Well, HBO might have been... I don't know who Dexter was owned by. That might have been HBO. Yeah, I don't to know. Be fair. I didn't watch it. Daddy, that was all him. But... <laughs> or, like, one of those networks. But if you're on, like, Fox... And you have a horror movie on there, maybe don't do the jump scares at like 6 p.m. Right. when like children will be, you know, what? Yeah. I don't know. That was just a little weird to me. But I was sitting down here and I'm assuming dad was watching Dexter. And there was a scene where, again, like I don't know the show, so whatever. But I think I could handle it now, obviously. But I, I can't could, handle it now. I could not handle it then. 
Um, I had to walk away from that show. Where the first scene that they showed, I don't know if it was like a last time on deck. Yeah, I don't know what it was. But where they were showing his mom being murdered in front and of him. And the three little babies and on the, the floor. Babies. That's what made me walk out of the room. And so that's the scene that I was like, I know I'm not watching the show. And so the walls I'm not, were I'm not red this. This because it was not blood. Right. And just yeah. the fear in their eyes, right. in the actor's eyes, like somehow just like really fucking bothered me. I mean, obviously, if it bothered you, like no oh, shit, it was going to bother. Let's be clear. I don't think it's great, a uh, good idea of any, any sort to glamorize murder. murder I don't yeah. I would I enjoy watching the shows on real life murderers because you get into the mind of these people it's not glorifying their actions it's glorifying the psychology of what makes these people tick and what the what we do about it and how you handle the situation going forward and how you maybe recognize the behavior it's the psychology of it i don't want to hear what they did in detail i do not want to hear it yeah and just after that like I, I don't know where they were, like what type of a room it was, but for some reason it made me scared of bathrooms. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if it was tile. Like I don't remember. Yeah, details. I I seem to vaguely, vaguely that I remember that I tried. I came in the room and I was like, yeah. You know no. what the real fucking nope. kicker was back then for me though? Red bathrooms. <laughs> don't if I went to someone's fucking house and they had a red bathroom. I was fucking holding it. Yeah. I was not... Walk- a kitchen, I was uncomfortable. But a bathroom? Miss me with that shit. <laughs> Wouldn't even enter. No, no that, but that's understandable. Pants. Where you put your mind is where you will go. And it, especially at such a, a young age. And I'm sorry you had to see that. No, I mean, I don't That really... screwed me up too. Not permanently, obviously. But I was like, no, I don't want to see any of this. No, I just have weird things. I don't really know how to stop them. Like, I just have also a weird thing with like red tinted lights too. Yeah, I don't like that. Because it's like, that I want to see, but I don't want to turn the fucking light on. Why is it a half? It's not It's a, not even a half light. Not even like that. It was just a, a movie co- cover of the traumatic movie that I watched that mm-hmm. really fucked me up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so whenever I see red tinted lights, mm-hmm. I just think of that movie. Yeah. And so it's so stupid. Like, these it's, are all things that are so, not, like. It's not But the stupid. fact that they still, because like, again, the thing is, is that they don't affect me anymore, but they do. Because I still have that feeling of uncomfortable and sometimes even like scared however like i'm fully aware that it's all fictitious like i'm fully aware allow me to address that yeah as an author i sit down and i write in great detail who these people are and what they think so i don't like to write the scenes that are dramatic and stuff because you it it affects your mood yeah it really does. And, of course, the sex scenes, you have to be in a certain mind frame to write them. Yeah. So knowing someone who writes a horror movie or a very violent scene spent days, if not years, in that mindset bothers me to the to know, know there's no... It bothers me more than anything. Because I know what it does to you. Well, I've always thought about it because I I took a hip hop class, right? And we talked about 
lyrics and how sometimes they can be incriminating for people. Is that the right word? Mm-hmm. For um, rappers. And how they'll use it as evidence, right, on a trial. I'm always like, that is so bullshit in the way where if we're going to do that with them, we best be doing that with people who write about murder and awful, horrible things. Like, why is Stephen King not on the fucking stand? You know what I mean? Like, I just don't... Again, obviously... Okay, that sounded stupid of me. Because obviously, this person is probably a suspect of another crime. And perhaps even they may have committed a crime. And so they're using it as, like, a character judgment. But it's just one of those things for me where it's like... Not necessarily does that mean that you're a murderer or a bad person. It's an expression, right? Right. It's a creative release. However, is it worrisome? Like, yeah, I guess. That's that's (laughs) the real truth of it, is why do you want to spend your time? It bothered me, the story of Shelley Duvall, who played in The Shining, and the level of of acting that she had to do to constantly be terrified. Yeah. Basically, she was tortured for a very long time mentally. How do you... And and she, to this day, is kind of affected by it, even at her age now. I mean, I I keep reading stories about this poor woman, and and when you have to stay in that emotional state, it's so unhealthy. Well, that's the thing, because I actually thought about this before, because I really enjoy acting okay if you didn't know however i never pursued it because i that's not a good way to put it but i didn't necessarily think i was talented and or had the look that would have made me like immensely successful and i wasn't really uh willing to there it is not have food and a house there it is and I know that sounds you bad. You don't get to choose whether or not you become famous. Other no, people no, no. do that I don't for even, you. I don't you even have mean to do famous. what makes you happy. I don't even mean famous, but just in the way where, I, I don't know, you just hear so many things where, and I have a lot of um, friends who are musical theater people and, and actresses and actors, and just hearing that they're fucking poor like a lot of the time and it's not a guaranteed thing you may never find work you know and i i know that sounds bad but i just like wasn't necessarily willing to do that when i think of acting you're stopping and starting it's a stop and start yeah you know there's going to be gaps where you're not necessarily you're not getting work. working yeah maybe you will if you're lucky and maybe you won't so you really need to plan around that i mean strategically i really had to think about it first of all i'm not a good singer that's There's a lot of, the of people with albums who aren't. It, good but singers. you know what I'm saying. I'm not a singer. Acting, love it. However, I'm very tall. Okay. Uh, not good for the cameras. They don't like tall bitches a lot of the time. If you're taller than the man, the leading man. So just you know what I mean. I just realistically I think, thinking I about think, this. I think I think you're overthinking it. I because... of course I'm not. We know that's my theme. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but anyways, I didn't go to school for acting. Didn't happen, right? You didn't want it bad enough. Yeah. That's what it comes down to. You didn't want that bad enough. Yeah. I mean, I didn't know what I wanted, to be honest. So. And that's fair. So I've always wondered, like, oh, could I do a horror movie? Because let's be honest with ourselves. They are not that good actors. <laughs> <laughs> if all you They're have to... They're not that good. Hey, Em, okay, I need you to stand right there and go... They are very much not that good, okay? And also, a lot of them are not very well known. You know what I mean? I was like, do you think I could 
swing an audition with a horror You think I could? Sure. Okay. I would we'll love. I would. I would love to act in something. Like I know that's. Or like I. I always wondered because I did a lot of stage acting, obviously, because that's just what it was. And stage acting is very different from television and film acting. But with stage acting, I was always like, oh, could I? Could I do like Broadway plays? You know, and just not Broadway do, plays. Not, no, no, no. <laughs> I meant when before I decided oh, this oh, wasn't. Oh. No, obviously like, now I'm gonna do a Broadway. No, play. Okay. that's not what I meant. Like when I was in high school, like oh, where am I gonna go to school? You know, and I was yeah. like, oh, should I audition for this? And just also like I, I had so many friends who were going to academies and had like teachers and shit, and like I didn't have that. So like obviously I was like, oh, I'm already behind. You know, if you had wanted it, you would have found of, the way. Of course. And I mean, the thing you is, have a different path. Yeah. You have different skills that you don't seem to recognize. I think a lot of our younger people do not recognize their own skills. Well, I, I know I, I could be a decent actress if I, you know, really wanted to do that. Um, decent. I'm not going to say amazing, you know, clearly. But however, my... It's, it's a muscle. I'm also... Just like writing. Acting yeah. is just like the same thing. You, you grow and you learn and you grow and you learn. I do also know I am needed elsewhere. So Indeed. Growth. Growth. My baby's almost 21. Yeah. Almost 21. I don't know where that time went. My baby. My baby is almost 21. You're fucking old. I am. No, I don't know. <laughs> Your I face. Know. You know what? <laughs> you know, Mikey's 29. Yeah. How can that be when I'm 29? I just don't understand how this is possible. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it's tough for people during COVID having birthdays. It's it's tough to celebrate. It's tough. My dream had been on your 21st birthday to take you to Vegas. Yeah, we don't and have a girls' about that. weekend. And Clayton's a different story, and Mikey was a different story. You know. Clayton did, had no interest in going to Vegas. I had asked him and he had no interest. And that's just about when all of this started happening. Mm-hmm. But my expectation for your birthday was not this. No. And this is tough. But it's not even about COVID because the other thing is with a lot of the health stuff going on, like I also can't drink. I can't get, make you a cake. Yeah. I can't no. give you a big just, dinner. I know we're not going to get into it, but just so everyone knows, I can't eat Eggs, Her- soy, yeah. dairy, corn. gluten, corn, uh, a lot of fats. I can really only eat healthy fats. Um, so I can eat meat. Let's not get it twisted. But I it has to meat. be organic and grass-fed and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, all that fun stuff. So Nothing, no fish with any mercury, so no uh, tuna. No tuna. But with that, um, I can't obviously eat cake or sweets or anything of that sort and I also cannot have alcohol so you know for your 21st birthday you might be thinking oh you get to finally go have a drink at the bar nope yeah not for me but that's okay we'll have to figure out another way but there you know there's two types of people in this world Mm -hmm. when it comes to birthdays there's the people who think that it's the most magical day in the world yeah and then the people that hate it and 
honestly, it always comes down to expectations. Yeah. And I find that the people who think that their birthday is all that in a bag of chips are usually the people that end up disappointed. I completely agree. Yeah. I'm not a fan of birthdays. I'm going to be honest. Um, I don't hate them. Let's not say hate because hate is a strong word. However, I very much dislike them. They're stressful. They're stressful in a way where... Did I teach you that? Maybe. Do you feed off of me for well, that? We feed off of each other for a lot of things. Because I always tried to make your birthday special. Yeah. I mean, here's a, a few things. Again, when I was younger, we didn't really do birthday parties. Like, Clayton had a couple... Clayton had birthday parties. And then when I was no, supposed... No, he had one where he had... The 007 theme. The 007 theme. Yeah. He was like eight or That something. was fun. I'm not even going to front. <laughs> but what happened was I was supposed to have one when I was five. And I threw a horrible temper tantrum. You did. You had turned into demon child. I was a demon child. And you, my mom and I got in a huge fight, obviously. And she well, was... For a five-year-old. Like, for a five-year-old, five-year-old fight. Battle. And I'm like, it was a five-year-old <laughs> battle of stubborn. You know, and she's like, you're losing your birthday. I'm smacking your shankies. You know, that kind of thing. And so I lost my birthday. Um, I brought it to your room. I put you on your bed and I said, your birthday's done. You're not having it. Yeah. So when I was five, got it taken away. Sixth birthday, we didn't do anything big. I think it was like, a, you know, like we had a cake, obviously, and like presents. And then my seventh birthday, I think you tried to make somewhat special and you got like pizzas and I had a couple of my friends over. And that went south. And that just didn't go well because I invited not great friends. But you didn't know they weren't great friends until that night. And I was like, oh, damn, this was a bad mix. And then the next time, skip forward a couple of years. The next time I tried to have a birthday, I think I was like 13, 12 and the other thing was, is I have a best friend who is protective. Yeah. Let's we say. Love her. And she did not like my other best friend who was like my child, childhood best friend sort of thing. And so they got in a fight. And so that kind of ruined that. And so, like, you obviously tried. Like, there were the few times where we had, like, you know, parties and you always made a cake or we had a cake and you always bought presents. But. I think just every time I would try to actually have a party, they never went well. And so therefore, it got to the point where I was like, nah, fuck this. And also, my birthday is in the summer. So people who have birthdays during the year, I feel like everyone always gets acknowledged because we would have, we, would, we would be at school. So you would see them. But then in the summer when my birthday would come around, everyone would either be on vacation or would just forget. And so I would never really get acknowledged from my friends until like we were older and we had phones but the funny thing is it should be between you and your parents i agree your birth is is something special between you and your parents yeah right so the the stress comes of getting other people involved in how they interact the idea that these children took your day and your and, and made it unenjoyable so you kind of anchored to that because you put you put your fun into other people i mean it's also just one of those things where i don't necessarily love hosting things because then i can't relax and have fun i would much rather go somewhere and be able to leave whenever i feel comfortable than have to make people leave and or just like make sure everyone's good you know what i mean and so I think that's another element where it's like when it's your birthday, you're the host. And it's just like, I would rather 
do anything but that. <laughs> Is that bad I, to say? I, you know, I just want people to be glad that I'm here and alive. It doesn't, I don't want yeah. big, grandiose displays. But, yeah, that's the thing. Like, I don't want to do that anymore. Right. And I personally think acts of service are so much more than here's a gift because, right. oh, so you went shopping, you were doing that anyway. But if you're going to come here and do something with me, spend time with me or do something like I would rather somebody clean my car, vacuum my floor, wash my bathroom or do dishes or something like that than to give me a, a necklace or a, a shirt or a gift of any kind. Suddenly I'm returning that necklace and shirt. Yeah. I'm joking. <laughs> you know, but yeah. you, you understand exactly. When you ask me, what do you want for my birthday? And every year I say the same thing, don't I? Every single year, mm -hmm. clean, clean the house clean for the me. House, yeah. I don't want to have to clean the house or make dinner. Yeah. And now that's a little more tough because of this dietary thing. No, mm, it, it won't be. It'll be fine. But we're going to work a way around your birthday. I do have some ideas. But it's tough because well, your friends are asking me. And it, and I'm like, I have no clue. Well, that's because, okay, I have friends who care a lot about their birthdays. And so when I say I don't care about my birthday, I genuinely mean nowadays it feels more like a burden. Okay. And so when my friends have birthdays, I think they kind of expect like great treatment and then so I guess it's hard for me because in my mind I'm like I don't want that and also I don't want to give it to someone in this you know what I mean because mm -hmm. it's like I'm giving a lot of effort for something that I won't receive back but I don't want it back so it's kind of selfish of me to say that but when it comes to my birthday I literally just want people to acknowledge that it's my birthday is that bad no, if that's you, just say, hi, happy birthday. Like, happy Give birthday. me a hug and say, I'm glad that you were born. Exactly. Honest to God. I had a situation, which I want to be careful how I say this. Okay. I had a, a situation with a friend of mine who was visiting and they made this really elaborate cake, special ingredients. They put a lot of effort into this cake. It was beautiful. It really was. And we were going to start eating it. And this person, my friend got really upset because they didn't get a chance to take a picture of it. And they wanted to put it up on Facebook. And they wanted to put it up on Facebook to show their sister. And that upset me because in my mind, it's who did you make this cake for? Did you make it for me or did you take it to shove it in your sister's face mm -hmm. that look what I've done? Now, because if that's it, don't ever make me a cake again. I don't want it. This yeah. is supposed to be my birthday cake and I love that they did it. But then all of a sudden it felt like they didn't make it for me. Yeah, It was all a dog and pony show for someone else. And that hurt. And we, we didn't get into an argument over it, but we did discuss the discomfort in it. And they, my friend completely understood my point of view. They understood why I felt the way I did. And I understood that they wanted to show off a little bit. I did understand that, but it shouldn't have come to that. It shouldn't have come to that moment where it's, you know, 
you're really disappointed because you couldn't take a picture of a cake that you made for me? Did you not make it for me? Or... Yeah, it should have been like a, oh, I want to take a picture oh, of that. Shit. Damn. Damn. All right, it. next time. Yeah, but unfortunately, it got really uncomfortable. And those are the those are the reasons I don't like birthdays. It's like, I don't want the acknowledgement. I just, if you love me, you love me, and you're going to do things for me every day, not just because this, my mother's dead. I, I mean, this should have been between me and her, you yeah. know? That's the way I see it. <laughs> That's another thing. When you were like, it should be between your parents, like you and your parents. I was like, orphans right now are shaking. But <laughs> no, think of that. On it, no, no, because then you have to love yourself. Then you have to do yeah, things for yourself. Yeah, but come on, like if if your parents died, like you want people to share that with. Sure. You don't always have to be resilient. But if you're if you're going and being a true-hearted individual, you're going to have friends. Friends, yeah. I mean, there is an issue if you say you don't have friends. What I'm hearing you say is you are not being a good friend, period. I know that sounds harsh, but it's true. Look at yourself. If you actually think that about yourself, what the hell are you doing? Then you're either not trusting anybody, you're going out of your way to avoid people. That's on you. I think that term is... I don't want to say overused. I always say overused. Hackneyed. I think that term is hackneyed. <laughs> Which term? Like, I don't have any friends because usually that's not true. You're usually, usually that just means not you're being very, lonely. You're not being very grateful of the ones that you have. Yeah, and I mean, I I mean this with peace and love, everyone. Like, yeah, what is it you just, want from your friends? Do you want them to carve your initials in their arm? I mean, what do you want from them? I mean, it depends because like sometimes you can just have some really shitty friends, you know. Or you can have good friends that are being shitty for a moment. Or what's good the difference? That are being shitty for a moment. Or people who are just fucking busy. Like I don't know about y'all. I'm just fucking busy. We, we talked about this tired. last time. If you have friends that love you, they know that when you do get together, it's going to be like no time ever went by. Yeah. It will not matter. They will rejoice in your successes and you and theirs. But just like the, I have no friends. I mean, there are people who genuinely don't have any friends. <laughs> My you know, no, wait, because he's a lot like daddy. Yeah. Daddy didn't need people when he was home. He wanted to be left alone. But that's a difference. There's a difference. If I think you, Clayton's the same way. If you don't need people and you like being alone, that's fine. I but think Clayton reacts the same way. We don't ever hear him complaining about not having friends. No, because he's fine. He entertains himself, yeah. as I do. Yeah. Honestly, I'm the same way. I could be the same way. I mean, I just love my people, so... I am very comfortable in my own presence. Me too. To and that honest. is not braggadocious. It's like, I am comfortable. In, I know who I am. I'm comfortable in who I am. I know my flaws. I know my weaknesses. Oh. And I know my strengths. See, I want to say that because I'm quite comfortable being by myself. However, all the things you just mentioned, I don't know if they're necessarily 100% bulletproof for me. Because we do be well, you're still you're still learning who you but are. But I can, I'm so, I'm tried and true. I am fine being by myself. I'm good. However, I do also love my friends. However, I also don't need to be around them all the time. Right. You're not or even often. You're not dependent on them. Yeah. We were talking about codependency. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. The other day. Are we codependent? You and I? Yeah. And I, do, yeah. I don't think we are. Really? I, yeah. No. And I'll wow. tell you why. Because you can be in a bad mood and I don't feel the need to entertain you to get you in a good mood. 
I don't oh, is that need what that means? codependency is when you go after someone because you need them to feel better. I you have a boyfriend who let's say is in a just in crappy mood or is having bad and you're constantly in their face trying to change them, help them. You need them to be okay. That's codependency. Oh, wait, you're so right. We feed off each other. You're so, yeah. But, but that's the, I don't come into your room and like, oh, Emily, are you okay? I need you to be okay. Oh my God, I need you to be okay. I don't, you in a bad mood? Fuck off. I mean, go go live your life and be in a bad mood. I'm going to go over here and sing my songs. Well, right? see, that's where you're wrong. Because I think, <laughs> I think the problem with you and I, although I don't think we're codependent from what you just said, yeah, I, no, I don't know. I know we're not. I don't know why we didn't get into that the other day when we were talking about it, but... Because that makes a lot more sense. However, if you're mad, I'm mad too. If you're well, happy, I'll probably be influenced to be happy too. And that's not codependency. That is um, being an empath. Yeah. We I feed mean, off each other's emotions. Well, you can walk into a room that's a party and you were in a eh mood and everybody's like, ooh, ooh. And suddenly you're in a great mood. Yeah. And you're like, all right, all right, all right, all right. And you start feeling better. No. Fossil kills my vibe a lot. Okay. Oh! <laughs> in the way. No, because I do it to you too. I do it to you too. Don't get it twisted. But like, I'll wake up in the morning, right? Feeling like P. Diddy? No. I'm feeling fine. Right? I'm like, good morning, world. Mom's fucking aggressively vacuuming the house. Or cleaning dishes. And then, yes, exactly. Slamming no, the no, dishwasher. You're doing important things. However, I wake up, I'm like, hey, mom, how are you doing? And you're like, I'm busy. And I'm like, I, that's strike one. And then, <laughs> so I like walk away, whatever, do my own thing. And I just hear you like, damn it. You know, like just <laughs> like that. And just over time, you just get more mad and mad or whatever, you know, whatever you're doing, you have a moment. And then I just, I start to feel it. I start to feel it happening, you know? And I'll literally be like, Mom, you're stressing me out. I need you to stop. And then I, you usually get upset with me, and then you try to calm down. I find, and I think about this quite often, my mother got into a very stern, serious mood when she cleaned, so it's probably a learned behavior. Mm. I enrage myself when something doesn't work the way it's supposed to mm -hmm. so now my day just got a little tougher a little more difficult and when you already don't want to spend six hours cleaning and your freaking vacuum cleaner doesn't work or it's clogged up or you have to take it apart because the roller's not rolling because of the hair mm -hmm. on it you know it's frustrating or the dishwasher drawer falls out the top rack, comes off the yeah. rack, and now you have to sit there and figure out how it goes back in. We have a lot of like unfortunate little things happen around the house where things oh. will just like break. You know, and then it's just like so annoying for everyone, especially my mom. The gods of appliances look at me and go, <laughs> they do. Like, let's see what she could do with this now. The amount of things that just like break or snap mm -hmm. or just like make a weird noise, mm -hmm. and then you're just like waiting for it to be the downfall. Um, I can handle it. I just, it does, but it's it does fucking annoying me. if you don't expect it, and then I all get... of a sudden your washing machine isn't working when it was literally working 20 minutes ago. Yeah. Yeah. That's annoying. That's all right. Um, yeah, I hope I don't get like that. I, I actually I hope not too. I 
can enjoy cleaning if I feel okay. I love the way it looks after you finish. Yeah. And you sit down and you look around your room and it's spotless. I love that feeling. Like if I put in some headphones and just go ham on the bathroom. Do you remember when I used to drink and vacuum and sing real loud? Uh, I do. Do I do. However, yeah, that was... Oh my God, who was it? There was a song in particular... That I used to play Dude, really used loud. To always fucking sing. It's raining men. Just <laughs> that every, was that was all one the of time. Them. It's raining men. I'm like again. Yeah. Again. That one makes me happy. You also sing pink a lot when you're drinking. Pink. Yeah. Oh, that's when I want to cry. Yeah. No. That's when, when I need when I'm missing little... daddy and I need to cry, I will go right to the pink. Like a uh, who knew? Oh my god. That one, that one gets me, and a lot of pink songs get me. That yeah, you sing me. pink a lot. Yeah. Come get it, bae. Oh, that's Pharrell Williams. Yeah. Pharrell's fucking close. Yeah, that, that song, Come song. Get It, Bay was playing really loud the first time I remember drinking and going, I'm not getting upset. Vacuuming, I'm having a good time. Mm-hmm. Yeah hilarious the songs trigger your emotions very easily yeah so no getting drunk and vacuuming on your birthday sadly not honestly we could if we wanted to but we're gonna choose not to because it wouldn't be smart after the entire detox (laughs) you'd be so close man so close don't think my liver could handle that we can't even drink for my birthday you can well, I'm not going to, more likely than not. I'll wait till after you leave and cry. <laughs> oh my god. The pink's turning on. Baby's <laughs> She's setting up the pink playlist <laughs> as we fucking speak. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. Birthdays. Do you there. love them or hate them? But birthdays are always about expectations. Yeah. That's why if you don't expect anything, you'll have a great time. No, see, no, I think that's wrong. I think that's wrong. That's like, the, that's, that's, that's the equivalent, emotional equivalent to, to the poverty mindset. You have to say, this is my birthday. I want to make myself feel special. I'm going to do what makes me happy. And this is what I want. And then you ask people to do things with you. Mm-hmm. I mean, take control of it if you're disappointed. Take control. What is it you want to do? Don't wait for other people to do it for you. That's where you get disappointed because people don't react the same way. Yeah. I mean, I'm excited. I have a friend coming up for my birthday, like the week after my birthday, because I work all week. She's going to come up on that Saturday and Sunday after, and we might go to the casino. And walk around and see all the pretty lights and stuff. That'll be fun. You gonna gamble at all? You gonna try it? Maybe. I mean, I'm not really into that kind of stuff. Yeah. To be honest. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I wouldn't mind doing a few slots, but like, I'm not gonna try to fucking, you know what I mean? <laughs> Believe me, I pulled the lever. Or like, um, my boyfriend is pretty, I don't wanna say pretty big gambler, but I mean, he, he enjoys gambling a lot. So he goes to the casino Fairly often, I would say, for someone our age. <laughs> I'm watching you, Titi. No. I mean, he goes more than normal. and Which can become a problem. Well, I mean, he loves he poker. Just... He's just like a poker player. Yeah, but you can play poker without doing money. Yeah. Anyways. It's when the money becomes involved that there's an issue. Anyways, so um, he was like, we should play 
is it blackjack is that the one where yeah it's you like just play like, anything or what's the one what's the one where it requires absolutely no skill I don't, not blackjack i don't know roulette that's the ball and the with wheel. The, with the maybe maybe i don't know it's just like we'll do that because like i don't really like poker or any of that i'm a i'm a gin rummy girl <laughs> All right. i don't know how to play that what i do not know how to fucking cast <laughs> it's so fun how come you haven't taught me how to play it i don't know it's just something christian and i do every time we go to the beach so it's just you and christian no i mean i've, I've played with his friends too because it's like I, i'm not good at poker so it's like i might as well i the thing is i just didn't have the capability of sitting there and learning it with them all of his friends there because then it's just like stressful for me where it's like they want to play their game and like they're obviously really good at it. They're stupidy boobity boys. No, but you know and what I mean? they want to play cards. And then it's just like they want, they're trying to teach me how to do it. And then it's just like, the oh, they're mansplaining. Goal. Yeah, they're I don't know. Cards. I'm just like, fuck this. I don't want to do this. And then like when Christian's teaching me gin rummy, like, and then I, I'm obviously fine with it and it's not that difficult to figure out. And then I'm like kicking his ass. I'm like, this is rad. <laughs> This is Oops. awesome. Oops, I won again. Sorry, honey. Oops, I won again. Sorry, honey. Well, also because I know him, so it's just like after a while you can like tell certain things. Anyways. Anyways. Birthdays can suck or they can't be awesome. Don't expect too much, but don't expect too little. Be happy of your own birth. Just fucking stop. Eat cake if you can. Not every birthday needs a bouncy fucking house, people. Hey, that's the yeah. one thing I require. Yeah. Actually, I hate bouncy houses. I'm too big for them. We had problems here in this town with the parents who would just go all out. It's like, yeah, oh, you keep year. you keep doing it. You keep doing it. You you're raising a good one there. Mm-hmm. No, that's the thing. It doesn't necessarily have to be, like, a bad thing. But I know what you mean where I would be getting invited to the same person's birthday party every single year. Mm-hmm. And every single year I get a little bit bigger and a little mm-hmm. bit bigger and a little bit bigger and a little bit bigger. And it's like, mm-hmm. how are they keeping up with this? And may I ask if that individual now is an, a pseudo-adult, how are they mentally? Girl, I don't know. Yes. <laughs> I don't talk to them. Mm-hmm. But according to this podcast, like, someone could say the same thing about me. We've never did a competition with other neighbors. I do not play that game ever. Well, that's fucking stupid. Ever. You're doing I just that. Don't do it. Dinklebergs. And your your kids are going to be screwed up. Do you get that reference? Dinklebergs? Yeah. Isn't that the. Uh, Fairly Odd Parents? Yeah. You didn't acknowledge it. Wanda and. Cosmo. Cosmo. Cosmo and Wanda, yeah. I remember. I think that's all for this episode. I think we've had enough of your birthday. Oh my god. My birthday hasn't even happened yet when this is released. It has like two more weeks. It's between you and me, baby. But this episode will be released after the 4th of July. So we all hope that you had a happy 4th of July and spent some time with your families. Hopefully it was relaxing and it wasn't stressful and you didn't feel like you had to take care of a party for no fucking reason. Um, Like we're talking about in this episode. Like Marka. Like Marika. Hopefully you didn't feel like you had to host and uh, flip burgers all day for people you don't care about. Hopefully that didn't happen. <laughs> and if you did nothing, same. And it'll be grand. It'll put it in the wash, it'll be grand. No one gets that reference. Okay, just me? Alright. <laughs> Anyways, love you guys. Alright, love you. Bye! Bye.